Welcome to Empowering Kingdom Entrepreneurs. My name is Mike Montes, and this podcast has been crafted to empower kingdom entrepreneurs to connect with marketing principles that can help them grow. Today, we're going to be talking about how to build a business, a coaching business, a digital business. It doesn't matter what kind of business you're trying to build. There's some key principles that I want to talk about. Here we go. All right, guys, so, so excited about today's episode, not just because it's been a little while, but because I have something to celebrate. Guys, I actually had that virus that which will not be named. Um, I had that for the last about 14 days, and I'm starting to feel a little bit better. Um, if, you know, if my voice goes a little bit, my apologies, but I'm doing my best to give everything I've got to you guys and get you learning the things that you need to be learning to be able to be successful. Now, the last time we spoke, the last time we were together, we were talking about the uh, the bread, right? What is the uh, what is the the bread of your business? And then today, what we're going to be talking about is the meat, right? Um, you know, if you're if if you're so inclined, the meat and potatoes. I don't really like potatoes in my sandwiches, but here we go, nonetheless. All right. So, number one, I'm going to talk about how to build a business in general. Now. I built uh, several businesses in my career. Some of the businesses that I built, um, I, I didn't even know I was building a business. I was just, uh, you know, just doing something I liked, and then all of a sudden, poof, I had a business. And in other situations, I actually set out with the intention of selling the company, which is something that I think by far is the smartest way to go about it. So I'm going to talk about how I built a digital agency and what I did from the ground up to be able to get that thing ready to sell. Okay. So, um, this, this one technically, I guess would follow, fall under the, the, uh, what's a digital company it really wasn't a digital agency. Um, company was called insured WP and, uh, ran it with my, my business partner, Rath. And we, I think we did some, some pretty amazing things, right? First, what we did is we went out and we, we, you know, with in mind that we were going to sell this maybe one day, right? That was the that was the key. We started looking at what is it that we could do that is scalable, that's something that that is duplicatable. We can continue to grow it, and only by hiring on people at a low uh, skill level, we could really make this thing fly until we get to a place where we need to hire on more and more and more. So we built a business, a, a WordPress management business. And what we ended up doing is we charged a, a, a fairly nominal fee um, and we, we built our service on top of somebody else's service. Now, there's a company out there called WP Engine, and we utilized WP Engine's um, bulk pricing, bought a bunch of server space and started selling the server space. But what we did was we actually added some, uh, you know, some value add, some things that could be done by plugin, could be done with just, you know, minimal amount of our expertise. And every now and again, we may need to, uh, you know, pull in the big guns. Uh, I may, I might need Wrath to help us fix an issue, or I might have to come in and fix an issue. But what was cool about it was it was automated. Once I'd solved problem A, I could then duplicate the problem uh, or duplicate the solution to all the other company or all the other uh, you know, clients that we had. So we built that scale. Uh, we built that business. We scaled it to a place where, um, in just let's see, it was January of 2020. We I think is when the final sale went through. Um, at least we were in the in the middle of talks in January. Maybe it finalized February, but <clears throat> we built and sold that business in three years. 
Now, if you are right now as an entrepreneur, you're thinking, okay, well, that's cool, you know, but I, I do coaching, right? There's no way that I can sell my coaching business because it's me. Or I do, um, you know, I've got a, uh, you know, an e-com business or whatever. Well, listen, there are things about what, uh, what you do that are, are, they need you, right? They need your expertise. But there are a lot of things, and probably more than you think, where really, if you were to just kind of solve the problem and you were to set, let's say, uh, a, a, maybe a directions on how to solve it, problem A, B, or C, you could you could actually hire people out to solve those problems. And truth be told, especially if it's a technology issue, there's probably somebody across the ocean who could do it for a lot cheaper and be happy to do it. And so you can build and start to build this automated system that allows you to step away from the computer or away from the business and actually continue to grow while you're doing other things that you really love doing. Now, that's not to say that you can step completely away, but a majority of the work can be done outside of you. Now, this is, this is you know, I know I'm oversimplifying, but I want you to understand something, okay? Any business that you build, any business that you build, if you build it at the beginning with the the thought in mind that you will sell it, you'll start to look at everything as, well, when I get, you know, when I get to a certain place, I'm going to step out of this. Well, when I get to a certain place, I'm going to step out of that, right? But if you're if you're building a business or if you're growing a business right now and you're you don't have that intentionality in your mind, what you're doing is you're saying, well, this is comfortable. I like doing this and I can do this for a long time. And that's great until you get to the point where you don't want to do it anymore. And then (laughs) now you're in trouble, right? So it's really important, even if you don't intend to ever actually sell a business, to always be thinking about how you're building, what you're building, so that you can replace yourself someday. Now, hopefully you're going to grow, in which case, if you do grow, you're going to need to hire somebody to do that job, or maybe two people, or three people, or four people, or whatever. You're going to need to hire to be able to grow and to be able to scale. So it's really, really important that when you look at any business model, you look at how it is that you can replace yourself one day because that that should be the goal as an entrepreneur. You cannot be the visionary. You cannot be the thought leader. You cannot be the, the person driving the business if you're also the person doing all of the tasks. Okay, so that is absolutely key. Um, if you haven't done that already, if you've already got a business up and running, that's okay. Just start working backwards. Just start thinking about the things that you're doing. Uh, write them down on a, on a sheet of paper. You know, I'm, I'm famous for that. I love to write things down uh, outside of the computer because I live I live majority of my life on the computer. So any chance I can get to break away from that and just get back to pen and paper, man, I love to do it. So make sure that you write down a list of the things that you, you know, you could pass off maybe one day. And maybe financially the budget's not there for that. That's all right. What you need to be doing is looking at, at maybe your pricing structure. Now, I've, I've talked a lot about this and <clears throat> what what is coming down the pipe very soon. I will be announcing uh, out on my social media as well as here on the radio show, uh, here on the podcast. I'll be talking about this company called LaRue. Now, LaRue has developed a forecasting tool. Now, this forecasting tool is unbelievably impressive because what you can do is you can put in all of your clients let's say you're a let's say you're a coach because we're going to talk about building a business a coaching business here in a sec so let's say you're a coach and you've got 10 clients and each client pays you um a thousand dollars so they all pay you a thousand dollars a month you owe them you know x amount of hours for that that thousand dollars now you've got a ten thousand dollar um 
you got a $10,000, you know, monthly uh, income, right? That's awesome. Now what you need to do is input that data into this, into this um, uh, system and you actually can see now down the road, six months, a year down the road, what kind of income you plan to have. Now you can plan for vacations, you can plan for, uh, you know, for ups, for downs, for losing clients, for gaining new clients. I mean, all of it's there, but what it's it's going to do is it's going to forecast so that you can see, wow, if I if I only have, you know, uh, let's say I get a client every month and uh, that's $5,000 and then I have five clients a month that are paying $1,000 each. Well, what happens in, uh, let's say, December if no one signs on for, for new client work? Well, then I lose $5,000. And if you don't need... 5000 or let's say you don't need $10,000 to live uh, on your business expenses and everything else, you only need about $6,000. How long, um, you know, or let's say, let's make it easier, let's say more like eight grand, you only need eight grand. Well, how, how, how much money do you need to save up? And how do you need to prepare for that month of December where you know, historically, you're not going to get a new client? Super important to be able to forecast that down the road. If you don't, let me tell you, you will fail right? You'll be, you'll be, or you'll be scrounging around for new clients because you just got to get a new client in and you'll compromise, you'll lower your rate, you'll, you'll promise more work than you need. And then you'll start a snowball effect that can, can really cripple your business and your business growth. So that being said, you absolutely need to be forecasting. So let's talk about what it is uh, that, that I really want to get into today. The meat of, of today's uh, episode is, is how to build a coaching business. Now, <clears throat> I alluded to the last podcast, uh, kind of the idea of you know what do you do to be able to generate from no income to twenty five k in revenue. Now, I I'm going to oversimplify this a bit, and my apologies, but there's just not enough time for us to get through uh, really you know doing this uh, you know doing this justice. I think if if you want to know more, uh, I'll talk about ways that you can figure out uh, and find out more information about how to actually get this thing, um, you know, modeled or doing what I was doing, all right, or what I've done in the past. But I'm going to give you just the oversimplified version so that you can understand what it is in the world that you need to be doing if you're not doing it, okay? So <clears throat> right now, today, I want you to, to take inventory, okay, of everybody that you know, everybody that you like, everybody that you don't like, um, you know, business acquaintances, past clients, past uh, relationships, anything, uh, anybody, if they know your name, I want you to take inventory mentally, okay? And then I want you to pull out that piece of paper that you, I already know that you've got, right? And I want you to start writing down everybody's name that comes to mind. Doesn't matter if they like you, doesn't matter if you like them, I want you to write their names down, okay? Now, it's okay to use all of this a sheet of paper, so you can spread some space out. You don't need to, don't need to be in list format. It can just kind of be a, uh, you know, a hodgepodge of information. So what I want you to do is once you've written down every single person that you can think of, then I want you to go back and look at the list of people that you you've written down, and I want you to let let's start let's start with the first one, top left, whoever that is. Well, I'm gonna I don't know your paper, I can't see your paper, so we're just gonna call him Bob. All right, so let's say Bob is at the very top of your sheet on the very far left, and I want you to with Bob, I want you to think about him, think about all the experiences that you've had with Bob. Right. Um, think about maybe you went uh, to uh, let's say you went to a 
a, uh, a business meeting with Bob, you know, three years ago. And, uh, you know, you haven't talked to Bob really very, very often, but you remember back three years ago when you talked to Bob, that Bob introduced you to his friend, Jack. And Jack has, um, you know, a small business and, and Jack and you got along really well. And that's, that's all amazing. So I want you now to write down next to Bob, just a little line and then write down Jack. So now Jack, uh, you remember back to, to, you know, dealing with Jack a bit and Jack had introduced you to, uh, uh, another, uh, individual named Sally. So you got Bob, you got Jack, and now I want you to write the word, write the name Sally down and draw a little line to Sally. So now what Bob has done is maybe Bob is somebody you haven't talked to and, and Jack is somebody that you haven't talked to in some time, but you could reconnect. But Sally, Sally's somebody that maybe, just maybe, you talked to six months ago. And Sally might, you know, is also a small business owner and Sally might be a really good connection for you. So what you do is you call Sally up and you say, hey, Sally, this is Mike. And it's been some time since we, we chatted last. I just wanted to, to touch base with you. You know, it was six months ago, you were right in the middle of, of uh, COVID. Uh, and there was just a lot of things going on in your business. And I'm just curious how things, how things are faring. You know, what, what's going on in your business and in your world? So Sally, you know, enjoyed a uh, conversation with you. So you and Sally continue this conversation. And she tells you, she shares, you know, she's doing really well now. And maybe she gets you a, gives you a piece of, of information that you didn't have. Maybe she just tells you how she's doing. Maybe, just maybe, she says, you know what? Things are real, real bad for us. And we're really looking for uh, somebody to, you know, to do, uh, I don't know, our accounting. Well, you happen to know a really amazing accountant, bookkeeper lady named Judy. So you say, well, I'll tell you what. I have a really great connection for you named Judy. She is absolutely phenomenal. And let me connect you with her so that Judy and can maybe help you. And Sally's going to say, man, that's awesome. Thank you so much. We didn't know who to connect. I'm so glad you called. Great. So you, you hang up the phone with Sally. You call Judy and say, hey, Judy, I've got a, a, a friend that I want to introduce you to. Her name is Sally. Her company is called this, and she's really struggling right now. Um, they're in the middle of a, an audit, and they need some help, and da-da-da-da-da. So now what you've done, now hold on here, okay? Now what you've done is you built goodwill but, you know, with Sally because you've connected Sally with Judy. You've built goodwill with Judy, right, because Judy's got a new client. And also Jack, who's, who's you know, going to probably talk to Sally at some point, is going to say, man, you know, Mike really had a, a, a great connection, uh, connected me with Judy, really saved my bacon. And Jack's going to be like, man, Mike's really got a lot of, a lot of answers, you know, it seems like he knows, knows some people. Next time I'm in a bind, I might call Mike. And then Bob, Bob gets wind of the help you did for, you know, with Sally and connecting Judy. Man, this is getting, this is getting in depth, guys. <laughs> so, so what I'm saying is, do you see how writing down just a list of people, maybe you found, maybe Bob wasn't the guy you were going to call and Jack wasn't the guy you were going to call, but Sally was the one that you thought, you know what, maybe, just maybe, um, you know, I could, I could be of service to that person. So here's, here's the way this works. Okay. This is called building a relationship. Now, um, you know, I, I promise that this has some merit to, um, to my situation and I'll explain to you how this worked with me. But what ends up happening is you start to build a bunch of goodwill. And that doesn't necessarily mean that you're you know, going to have a um, buttload of money by the end of the day. But what it does mean is you're going to have 
put into the marketplace a whole lot of value. You're going to have help Sally, who could, could not solve the problem on her own. Judy, who probably needed a new client anyway. Um, uh, you're going to help uh, Jack. <laughs> I was forgetting his name. You're going to help Jack, who uh, Jack was, was you, know, uh, you know, really feeling bad for Sally. And you help strengthen the relationship with Bob because you were a positive connection for, for Jack, for Sally. And ultimately, Bob is the looks like the hero because Bob's the one who connected you with Jack, who's connected you with Sally. So you end up doing a lot of really good, awesome stuff, helping a lot of really good, awesome people, and building your brand as somebody who is always willing to and, uh, and, and able to help people when they need it. So this, this is, in, in essence, how I've built my career, how I've built my business. In every, in every situation, with every relationship, I've not always had uh, a solution. I've not always been the one who, to offer the solution. But what I always can do is I at least know I can help connect them with somebody. Now, there are some relationships, some people that I know that I just I don't know anybody that they need, right? I, I don't have that personal relationship. But what I try my hardest to do is to meet as many people as I can, get to know them as many people. And I listen, guys, I go far back. Um, just just not too long ago, um, I'm, I, I voted for uh, a friend of mine. And I say friend, not not to be disrespectful to him. It's not as though we're you know best friends or hang out all the time or any of that stuff. I went to college with him, and we had we we, we were on the same door, dorm room floor, and you know we we hung out once or twice back back in my uh, back in my <laughs> I don't think it's glory days, but back in my my uh, less um, less awesome days, right? I, I I hung out with him. It so just so happens he lives you know kind of in the area. And uh, I got to meet with him a couple of times, had lunch, lunches a couple of times, and he's up for an award for his industry. And so I threw, I threw him a, a vote because I know he's a good quality guy, and I know he does good quality work, and I wanted to help him, right? Now, he, he may never hear this, this podcast. He may never, never think twice. He may never send me another client. He may never speak to me again. But I have what I have done for him is I've added one little bit of value to his life that hopefully that helps to benefit him. And at the end of the day, you know what I get? At the end of the day, I get to feel good about myself. I get to feel good that, I've, that I'm out there doing good in the world, helping people, giving where I can. It didn't cost me anything. It doesn't cost me anything at all to, to, to build a relationship. But I'll tell you one thing. If I ever have a roofing issue and um and need somebody to help i've actually not just got the one roofer i've got several people that i could work with right and i know their the the contents of their character i know that they would do a good job i've watched them i've 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 um you know one of my son's friends his dad uh owns a construction company and he's worked uh done work uh for for previous houses when i was getting ready to sell them guys this is this is what life is about this is what being an entrepreneur is about Okay, so now let's let's go let's go back to um, how to build a coaching business. Okay, <clears throat> now I want you to keep that in mind though, because the, the, I promise that wasn't wasted time. This there is value to that story. So so I'm going to go back to uh, 2019 to December of 2019. I had stopped generating income from the company that I told you about, InsureWP. My business partner at the time, Rath, was um, handling all of that, handling any new clients and all that, all that stuff. 
<clears throat> I just so happened to take a call from one of our old clients who needed some help. Uh, was one of the one of the guys that worked for for the company, and I ended up solving that problem. No, no harm, no foul, no foul. Wasn't I didn't charge him anything for it. But as I was continuing to to listen to the issues that they were having, it led me down uh, the the thought pattern of you know what maybe I need to reach out to the to the next level up person that that's kind of in charge. So I asked this individual I was speaking to on the phone, hey, would it be uh, inappropriate to to have, maybe have this conversation? Do you think that these kinds of things would be something that would be uh, of you know of value? And the answers was the answer was yes. I hopped on a phone call with the next person, and you know, couple of couple of days later, right after having conversations and and all that, I had landed a um, a majority a seventeen thousand dollar eighteen thousand eighteen thousand dollar project. Now, I needed twenty five thousand dollars to be able to to close out the year, and um, I got one other client. But the the seventeen thousand dollar client came from the goodwill that I had uh, poured into that client and many other clients. I was able to actually just be in the right time in the right place. Now, I've heard this before when I've told this story, and and I know what you might be thinking. Yeah, but I don't know anybody who has a need for a seventeen thousand dollar project, or I don't have a skill set like yours, so I can't offer the marketplace a seventeen thousand dollar offer. And that might be true. But at the end of the day, you have some value of some sort that somebody needs, period, end of story. I don't care who you are. I don't care what you've done in your life. You have value. You have something to offer the market that no one else can or not many can. And if you can just get out there and start talking to the people that are on that sheet and the people that are connected to the people that are on your sheet and the people that are connected to the people that are connected to the people that are on your sheet, Sooner or later, you're going to have so many people to talk to that you're going to get overwhelmed, right? You're, you're not going to need, by any stretch of the imagination, any kind of advertisements or anything to build yourself a very nice, very lucrative coaching business. Now, that is how you get going, but then once you're, once you're, you know, you're off to the races, it kind of comes down to something very important, which is kind of the next piece of the the meat uh, of this of this business sandwich that we're building here and that is you need content okay so I'm gonna simplify it for you <coughs> excuse me <coughs> I'm gonna simplify it for you the best way I know how okay here's 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 what you do you get your cell phone iPhone Android doesn't matter get your cell phone go down to Walmart if you don't already have one and buy yourself a little tripod to hold your cell phone. Now, you want light to be behind the camera, not behind you, okay? So if you're in a room that has a window, sit the camera in front of the window and you sit opposite the window so that the light from the window shines on your face. Step number one. Step number two, talk about something that you have extreme value, extreme knowledge in for 20 minutes. Once you're done, stop recording. Take that. That is a masterclass. Okay. You can go back and listen to what you said and build a PowerPoint presentation around what you said so that people have a visual reference uh, to, to understand what it is that you're talking about. Okay. 
PowerPoint presentation does not have to be fancy. It can be the template that's that you start with PowerPoint. Not a big deal. Just make it not wordy. Make it the, the bullet points information and allow people to listen to what you have to say. The next thing you do is you build a uh, off of what you talked about. You build a longer conversation. Let's say this one is um, let's 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 go two hours. I want you to have a conversation with the camera for two hours around that same topic, but go deeper. Okay, um, you know, don't don't worry if you need to go slower, go slower, but just build out the information in about a two hour long uh, talk. Okay. Now it can it can be broken up if you need um, if you need you know bullet points you can make bullet points before you go into the conversation, but but speak for about two hours. <coughs> First thing you do is you turn that audio recording or that video recording number one into a book, <coughs> and number two you take that that video that two hour video. And you find the natural places where it can break up, and you turn that video into again another PowerPoint with now a training, uh, now uh, sold as a training video. Now, depending on the kind of content that you're you're talking about, you're teaching, you can sell that course anywhere from ninety-seven dollars to nine hundred and ninety-seven dollars, right? And people will buy it if it is quality. Quality information doesn't have to be quality video, just quality information. If it if it solves a problem in the marketplace, you will be able to sell it. I promise. Now there are a lot of different ways that you can go about um, actually, you know, getting that in front of the right people. There's YouTube ads, Facebook ads. You know, there's lots of different ways that you can go about it. But at the end of the day, if you can just get a 20-minute video, that's your free your free giveaway. And then a two-hour conversation that you can break up into segments. You have yourself a coaching um, or a training, a course coaching type uh, offer. Now, all you need to do to make it a complete coaching offer is add some either group coaching or some one-on-one -on -one coaching to the overall price point. And the next product up, you can do either. Let's just do stick with group coaching for for this example. You can actually go. Say for for nine nine nineteen hundred $1,997, let's say uh, one thousand nine hundred ninety seven dollars. Do a uh, twelve week course that takes you uh, people through the content that you shared over two hours, helps them to complete and to to be motivated and to be um, you know to to navigate any anything that's tricky that they may not understand, and boom, you have yourself a coaching program. Now, like I said. It's probably an oversimplification, but at the end of the day, that's really all coaching a coaching business really requires to get off the ground. Now, as you as you get to skill, you know, uh, hone your skill and and dive deeper, you can make your product uh, ten times better. But at the end of the day, that is all you need to be able to start generating revenue and start generating the kind of revenue. Now, let me tell you, I've done six figures with that model right there. Okay. I didn't even go to group coaching. I just did one-on-one. -on -one. Six figures with just one-on-one -on -one coaching. Okay. So take it from me. I promise you this is what you need to do. So what 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 is your action items for today? Number one, make sure you go and you write down that sheet of paper. Get as many people as you know um, on that sheet of paper and how they connect to each other. Okay. Then 
you need to start reaching out to them. If you can do that and you have your course, you have your talk, <coughs> for 20 minutes and you have your two-hour um, you know, kind of course, all you've got to do is get a way to, to, for them to uh, make a payment. You can use PayPal or Stripe and you don't need a website. You don't need any other technology. You can do it as simplistic as that if you want to. Okay, I know I know plenty of industries right now um, that that don't even have that much data. All they have is the uh, you know they've got a little rental space, a couch, some some plaques on the wall, and they're in business, right? So you can with with armed with some information, armed with your knowledge and your know-how, you can you can actually build a business that can generate serious revenue. Guys, make sure that you write down those names, make sure that you start having conversations with people, finding out where they are in their world. I promise you it is there's nothing better than doing that. At the very least, you're going to help a tremendous amount of people. You're going to build a, a tremendous amount of goodwill and ultimately be able to build a coaching business and build a business that can sustain you. All right, guys, that is it for today. It's been awesome being with you. Thank you so much for listening. Cannot wait to catch you on the next podcast where we're going to be talking about something very, very special, something near and dear to my heart, Google. Okay, we're going to talk about Google and how in the world to navigate it. Can't wait. See you on the next one.